Hello, welcome to another podcast of Master Investors Company. Today's topic is going to be the four foundations of financial literacy to be wealthy. Make sure you subscribe if you're new to the channel so that you can get the daily podcast and follow us on all platforms at Master Investor. Look for the logo. Um, specifically, go to Instagram and then hit the link in the bio and it will direct you everywhere else. Okay. If you have any questions, please leave me a message here, drop a comment, and also share this with whoever you think it will impact them positively. So let's talk about the four foundations we need to increase our financial literacy and get wealthier. Consumer debt, no counting mortgages, is the highest it has ever been, even adjusted for inflation. What are the four foundations of financial literacy? I'm going to break them all down for you. But first, let me go through this little research that I did. The blog that I created for this specific podcast link is going to be in the description so that you can read it if you like to. According to it, the present article in the Wall Street Journal entitled Families Go Deep in Debt to Stay in the Middle Class. Consumer Debt has risen to over $4 trillion. The mega rise in debt is filed by, these are the three points that they uh, base this on, $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, $1.3 trillion in auto loan debt, which is up 40% when adjusted for inflation over the last decade, at an average of $32,000 per loan. A search in unsecured personal loans. And remember that here at Mass to Investor, we actually teach and demonstrate that there are two types of debt, good debt and bad debt. And the banks are in the business of lending money because money is created by debt. That's why um, debt is tax-free. If you get a credit card, we do not have to pay taxes on that. If we get a loan, we don't have to pay taxes on debt. So... Um, it's very important to remember that. So as the article points out, some, some could view this rise in debt as a vote of confidence in the future of the economy. In one sense, the growing consumer debt is a vote confidence in the future. People borrowing money today expect to have the income tomorrow to pay it back. Consumer debt tends to rise when borrowers feel secure in their jobs. And remember that, if we have a loan here at Master Investor, we teach that we must put it to work and we must treat it like cash. We must find a deal, an opportunity where there's a real estate deal that will create that money back that was invested from that loan so that it can pay the mortgage and the interest of that loan back and it leaves us, leave us with some type of positive cash flow and that is good debt when it puts money into our pocket and we're not working to pay the interest nor the mortgage the principal of that loan okay and that's how we can tell whether it's good debt or bad debt does it put money into our pocket without us working or does it take money out of our pocket and it requires us to go to work hard to earn money exchange time for money and then pay for that out of our own pocket so good debt gets paid with somebody else's money and it's also 
being used with other people's money, OPM. So, however, the rise in cost for basic living expenses would point otherwise. While middle class incomes have gone up 135% over three decades through 2017, on adjusted for inflation, the following basic living expenses have gone up significantly more. College tuition by 549%, healthcare by 276%, housing costs by 188%. In short, it's getting more and more expensive to stay in the middle class, and more of the middle class are getting poorer and poor as a result. Meanwhile, the rich in America are getting richer and richer, and this is why. How financial literacy can make us rich or poor. According to the Wall Street Journal article, the median net worth of household in the middle 20% of income rose 4% in inflation adjusted terms to 81,000 between 1989 and 2006, 2016. That's the latest available data. For households in the top 20% medium net worth, more than double to 811,000, and for the 1%, the increase was 178% to 11,206,000. What does this mean? It means that, as I mentioned earlier, the middle class are getting poorer and poorer while the rich are getting richer and richer. A big catalyst for this is the difference between the financial literacy of the middle class and that of the upper class. Here, Master Investor, we teach in the upper class financial literacy. That's what is called Master Investor because we are the essence of the ultra wealthy mindset. We were founded, I founded Master Investor as an investment management company for real estate, uh, business ventures, etc. And also, we are passionate about giving back and teaching the financial literacy of the upper class, of the top 1%. In 2017, Champlain College released the results of his study looking at the state of financial literacy in the USA by state. In fact, the study uh, methodology looked at, looked at, in some cases, 71 different data points in five categories. Financial knowledge, credit savings and spending, retirement readiness, um, and other spending, and protect and insecure. The results not good because at the end of the day that's not really truly what we need in order to create passive income or cash flow or residual income that's what ultimately creates wealth is cash flow and assets and it doesn't have to be rocket science the the more simple it is the better the investment is and the more the bank is willing to lend us the money and as a master investor or as an inside investor, because a master investor is an inside investor, someone that knows how to put a deal together and how to find the money, how to raise that money and use as much as other people's money. In fact, a true master investor never uses his own money to invest. Uh, there's nothing wrong with using your own money to invest and get wealthy, but it's a slower track and it's not as as the uh, highest and most sophisticated way to become ultra wealthy. So we're going to stick to the ultra wealthy 
mindset and the rules and the principles because that's what everybody here at the community and South Mass Investor is thriving to be. So the study shows that more than three quarters of adults live in states with poor grades. This means that too many American adults are deficient in financial knowledge and skills, which leads them to make uniform um, and often poor decisions about their money. The number of financial decisions an American citizen has to make continues to increase in the variety and complexity of financial products continue to grow. Adults often do not fully understand debit and credit cards, mortgages, banking, investment and insurance products and services, retirement planning, and many other financial topics. The gap in financial literacy between the middle class and the rich can be easily seen in the graphic that I have on the post, which it literally shows um, a big difference of the top percent having a lot more assets and having, you know, uh, debt. But obviously, those assets are paying for that debt. And the poor, the bottom ninety percent, has a lot of debt and has, and they have no assets basically, right? Because they have to go to a job, so they're really consuming debt in the bad way. They're not consuming debt in a good way to put it to work and create income. And that's ultimately the holy grail to use the bank's money because the bank is ready to lend money. You know, all the savers' money, everybody's working and putting the money in the bank. They go to work every year. The bank knows that they have to move the money and they have to move it to an asset. They need, they need somebody in between the asset and the money. Okay, the bank can't do that themselves. They need somebody like you and I. So that's why the job, uh, the number one job of an entrepreneur is to raise capital. And the number one job, a number one skill is to sell. So once we combine those together, we can raise any type of capital for any great opportunity that creates passive income so that we can pay the mortgage back, the interest back, and we also get positive uh, cash flow coming in every single month consistently, hopefully throughout the entire existence of our lives. And we can pass it down generations uh, if we like to. That's really true. Uh, that's what wealth is that's what we are creating here is becoming financially free you break free from the rat race if you're working at a job you like to reach that financial freedom point that's when you have an asset or you have uh, assets that produce enough income without you working that exceeds or is the same amount of your as your living expenses today so you don't have to work to eat you don't have to work to pay for the electricity the businesses or the investments are working for you with other people's money. Hopefully, it's the bank's money. Okay, so the cost of poor financial literacy. And another interesting uh, and much less informal so, uh, survey, the, finan the Financial Educators Council asked 3,006 people this question across your entire lifetime about how much money do you think you have lost because you lack knowledge about personal finances. A cardtrack.com reports the lack of financial knowledge is collectively costing Americans more than $2.3 trillion over the lifetime. Respondents estimated that their lack of financial knowledge cost them an average of 
$724.83, calculated by averaging the total number of respondents choosing each category using the lowest number in each spread. spread. Personally, I would say these folks are low-balling. After all, how can you expect people with no financial knowledge to accurately guess how much they lack of knowledge is truly costing them? As they say, you don't know what you don't know. A master investor, we have seen folks grow their financial knowledge to make more in, in a month passive income than the respondents estimated lifetime loss. In other words, here at Master Investor, we also have affiliate programs that you can jump in right away if you're new to the community and you have a job and you like to replace your regular job's income uh, with something that is... Um, you know, in a form of passive income, something that builds residual income fast. We have many affiliate programs uh, that we highly recommend that you can start promoting. Take some work like anything else, right? And But they are meant to work for you ultimately and produce income so that you can get out of that rat race, produce passive income, okay? That's the income of the ultra wealth and that's what we work here. We work for passive income to build assets that create passive income. And so check out our website at www.masterinvestor.education. So many people have opinions on how to fix the problem of poor financial literacy. Unfortunately, much of what is labeled out there as financial education leaves, us, leaves a lot to be desired. From my experience, it centers on concepts like saving, investing in 401k, getting a college degree, paying down debt, in home ownership ensure it centers on the old ideas of money that's why it's important that we understand that debt is keen savers are losers because money is created with debt today that's how the federal reserve bank creates money that's why we are in 17 plus trillion dollars in national debt and inflation continues to rise and it's not going to stop because it is the way it, it began to to happen after 1971 when President Nixon took out the gold standard from the dollar, separated them. And so from that point on, debt became king, savers became losers because the dollar, there's nothing back in it. In 1974, there was a petrodollar agreement signed with Saudi Arabia, basically saying that all the nations around the world who needed oil they had to exchange their currency into dollars because the dollar began to lose its value quickly after the gold was separated from its backing. So that's why this whole word happening is about oil because at the end of the day, the dollar is still king among any other currency. So basically the oil is like an invisible backing, but there's nothing back in the dollar and that's why it has lost about 90% of its value. And every currency goes back to its intrinsic, intrinsic value, which is zero. However, it's not going to happen. In other words, inflation will continue to rise and banks will continue to lend money because the Federal, the Federal Reserve Bank backs that idea, backs that experiment, if you will. So after 1971, money became monopoly money, became fiat money, became currency, became paper money. So money is just an idea backed up by confidence. Write that down. So next, 
So when you follow the old rules of money, you basically screw financially. So given the huge cost of financial literacy and the lack of true financial education in America, I thought I would briefly offer what should be the four foundations of financial literacy. These four foundations are the baseline of, for a truly comprehensive financial education. Number one, financial literacy foundation. Number one, the difference between an asset and liability. Many people think they know what an asset is. For instance, the poor and middle class think their house is an asset, but it's not, unless it's putting money in their pocket, unless they turn that into an Airbnb and so forth. The truth is that just as there are two definitions of an asset, accountants use one definition that requires a lot, lots of financial uh, words to make people and companies feel richer than they really are. This keeps them employ, employ and their clients blissfully ignorant. The rich use another definition grounded in simplicity and reality. An asset is anything that puts money in our pocket, and a liability is anything that takes money out of our pocket. Their house is not an asset because it takes money out of their pocket each month. If you have to go to work to pay for your house, then your house is a liability. Okay, even if the bank tells you it's an asset, it's an asset for the bank's column. Remember, anything that's on your liability column is somebody else's asset. However, if you turn your house into an Airbnb, then it's the bank's asset as well, continues to be the bank's asset, and it's now your asset. And uh, so it can be turned into, from liability column to an asset column if you do the things correctly, and you get the financial education that is necessary to do so. So their house is not an asset because it takes money out of their pocket each month. Even if they own their house outright, they still have to pay for the taxes, maintenance, and more out of their, pa their own pocket. This is why it's not hard to see that the middle class is struggling to buy a house. Even as the price of housing has outspaced, their earnings has made them poor, not richer. Conversely, if they own a rental property, that can be an asset if it puts money in their pocket each month in the form of cash flow. When their tenant pays rent, they cover, they cover your mortgage, maintenance, taxes, and more. This will explain why the rich, the top 10%, can increase their debt, but spontaneously increase their assets. We use debt to buy assets that creates more, that creates more wealth. Financial Literacy Foundation number two, cash flow versus capital gains. This is huge because I see a lot of people calling themselves investors in the market and all they're doing is trading in the market. They're going in and out of the market for capital gains. They have no dividends. They have no cash flow coming in. And there's a lot of people calling themselves gurus. And that's why Master Investor was also created, aside from being an investment management company, but it's to teach the real rules of money and show you exactly what an inside investor, what a master investor is. Anybody calling themselves a master investor that is not certified by us or our mentors, then it's not a master investor because we are literally taking the top 1%, the ultra wealthies mindset, the rules of money, the principles, the knowledge of the law, and combine them all together to bring the real true about investing. So anybody that's teaching how to go into the market, buy a stock, hold it, and pray that it's going to go up one day so that you can sell it is ludicrous and it's not something that I suggest you to do because you're not. A monkey can do that. 
you're not really investing, you're a passive investor, it's not passive income. I'm going to show you here at Master Investor how to be an active investor for passive income, which is a very big difference. And for obviously passive income is cash flow, which a lot of times when we use debt, remember what I said earlier on on the podcast, that if we use debt, it's tax-free. Capital gains are taxed at a higher bracket. So simply put, investing for capital gains is like gambling. They invest your money and hope the price goes up. For instance, many people buy a house hoping they will be able to sell it for more money later. In the meantime, they have to pay their mortgage and home expenses. Money goes out of the packet, it becomes a liability. The problem is that when you invest for capital gains, you have no control over whether the price goes up or down. And the bigger issue is if you do make a profit, you pay the highest rate in taxes. Conversely, the rich invest for cash flow. So, for instance, they buy investment real estate with other people's money, find tenants to pay the expenses, and collect rent each month. It becomes an asset. And if there's capital gains, that is a bonus. By investing for cash flow instead of capital gains, the rich have control over their income and pay the lowest rate in taxes. And sometimes nothing in taxes. But investing for cash flow, while a simple concept requires a strong financial education in order to make your own financial decisions. Financial Literacy Foundation number three. That was my stomach, I guess. Um, Using debt and taxes to get richer. Your financial advisor will tell you that debt is bad and taxes are inedible. But the rich understand that both debt and taxes can be used to create immense wealth. When it comes to debt, there are two kinds, bad and good. When your financial advisor tells you to stay out of debt, she or he means stay out of bad debt. Bad debt comes in the form of borrowing money for liabilities, such as using credit cards to buy TVs and take vacations, borrowing a line of credit on your personal home, and more. Staying out of bad debt is good advice, but the problem is that your financial advisor won't tell you about good debt. Good debt is debt used to purchase assets like rental property. When you use the bank's money to purchase cash flow and real estate, you use less of your own money to secure an asset by paying only a down payment instead of full price and your tenant's rent pays off your debt while you own the asset and pocket the profit. When it comes to taxes, the rich understand that governments write tax codes to encourage specific type of behavior. If government wants us to build affordable housing, they give us a tax cut. If they want to encourage oil exploration, they give us a tax cut. If they want to see higher employment, they give us a tax cut. The secret is that most tax benefits are made to help entrepreneurs and investors. With the right financial education, we too can utilize the tax code to not only get richer, but also pay nothing in taxes. Utilizing good debt and getting richer through taxes takes a higher level of financial literacy, but everyone can learn and put these principles into practice. Foundation literacy Number four, making our own financial decisions. When they are not confident about the knowledge of money, they let others make their financial decisions for them. They let the broker decide 
how much money should be invested. They let their bank tell them what interest rate is worthy of their money. They follow what, whatever investing trend is popular in the news. That's why I said earlier on this podcast that master investor is an inside investor, someone that knows how to put a deal together. So we're an active investors for passive income, creating passive income, working for passive income, to acquire an asset, to put a deal together, to find a property, to raise the capital. And if they, we need to raise it 20%, the bank is lending us 80%, and we go get a credit card to pay for that 20%. We attempt to do everything that we can in our power, legally and ethically, to raise the capital and to sell the opportunity to the bank or the private investors. Okay? So, and that's why here, Mass Investor Financial Education is at the core of everything that we do because the more financial education, we have and understand from the ultra wealthy the better decisions we will take with our money and we will not be afraid to do them because we know exactly what is the best decision when it comes down to being an active investor and actually calling each shot and not letting other people that don't know anything about money telling you to buy a stock that is going to go up and all they're doing is predicting the market that is not how you create wealth we create wealth by being prepared for any type of market because the inside investor, master investor knows how knows that the market goes up and down and knows how to cash flow from any type of market. The rich don't follow the crowds, right? We set the trends and and are going by the time the trends become mainstream. What is our secret? They think, you know, we think uh, for ourselves about money and make our own financial decisions because we are we have f- high financial intelligence the key to building great wealth is having great knowledge to act on and great wisdom to know which course of action is the best this kind of knowledge and wisdom only comes through a high financial intelligence gain from applying ourselves to financial education now are you ready to increase your confidence about money by increasing your financial education. Are you ready to start making your own financial decision? Visit our website and choose one of our products. Leave us a comment below. I'm gonna leave the link of this blog um, and this topic of this podcast because I did, uh, I did a blog and also a video for this. So if you find us on YouTube, you can also see the video. But uh, thank you for being part of Master Investors Community bringing you the good and bad news of money knowledge is the new money it does not take money to make money it takes knowledge and an idea backed up by confidence with that being said let me give you the summary of the four so the first one was the difference between an asset liability number two cash flow versus capital gains number three using debt and taxes to get richer and number four making our own financial decisions which is becoming an inside investor which is a master investor. Thank you again for having me, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Stay strong and much love. Bye for now.